welcome to Bad Examples. Woo! I'm Tracy. And I'm Jessica. And we were on Style Network's reality shows Jerseylicious and Glam Fairy, which followed Jessica as a makeup artist and me as a hairstylist. So obviously you may think that this whole podcast is going to be about beauty, but you would be wrong. Mm -hmm. We are going to talk about everything from love to relationships to sex to just being a hoe. (laughs) We are your new go-to girls for everything bad. So nothing makes you feel older and realizing how old you actually are than talking about single ladies and the dating scene as a 30-something married mother <laughs> of three. You really just are completely out of touch, and I'm blown away by this whole episode right now. <laughs> I'm not ready for the n- lack of knowledge that I have about this subject. We promised you girls and guys a singles episode. Be ready for it. Be ready for it. I'm sure not. <laughs> My mind is going to be blown with all the stuff I learned today. Dating has always sucked. It's never been fun. The the catch, the chase and the catch. What do you call it? Catch and release? Cat and mouse. The cat and mouse. The cat and mouse game. The cat and mouse game is something that is in like a timeless thing, I think. Yeah, it's, I think that's never going to end. It's never going to end. I think the problem with that game in 2018 is that social media has put a new twist on it, making it yeah. worse than ever. Yeah. Like, Honestly, people keep telling me, like, you and Corey should delete your Instagrams because Instagram breaks up marriages and ruins relationships. And I'm just like, if you allow it to. Right. I mean, you have to have some sort of control now. Absolutely. My question for you is, do people still meet each other in the wild? Can you go to a supermarket and meet a hottie? Can you go to a bar in the wild and meet a hottie? Well, or first of all, the fact that you're still holding on to that name so strong, Jess Hottie, is let's let it go. <laughs> she's my head she's holding on to that word like 1996. She can't let it go. She's like third grade Jessica. Oh, what do you call Jess a hottie? What do you call a hottie these days? Um, I don't know. Piece of meat? I get yeah, just a hot guy. A hottie. I don't like the word. It's very weird to me. I'm not comfortable with it. Okay. Like, so Mom, I met this hottie today. Uh, a hunk? No, that's definitely older. No, that's way older. I think we just aged ourselves more. <laughs> what do you do when you see a hunk in a bar? Ew, stop. Let's stop talking about it. I'm going to skeeve out. Yeah. I'm just saying, in the wild, it's it's not a thing anymore. Natural well, because occurrences now, don't nowadays, happen. I feel like girls go to bars just to get free drinks from guys. So there's no, like, you're not Whoa. going to a bar to go, like, meet a guy and, like, strike up a conversation. You're going to a bar to look really hot so guys will buy you drinks and you could bar hop. So do you, but where, so where do single people go to meet people? On friggin' dating apps now. Oh. And that's, like, scary to me because that's the only way. And it's, like, a serial killer's paradise. It's scary to me. I can't imagine being single and like being like, oh, I met this guy online. I'm going to go on a date with him. Like, first of all, drive yourself. There's there's a one solid, solid piece of advice I could give to anybody is never, ever let a guy that you don't know come pick you up. I, I don't like even that. understand that concept. Like, are you trying? Have you ever watched an episode of SVU ever in your life? No. How about CSI? No, <laughs> nothing. I don't get it. So when you meet a guy online, not a hottie, just a fucking guy. Mm-hmm. Um, Thank you. And you set up a date. Well, okay, that's that's great advice. Don't have them come pick you up. First of all, Meet them. then they, one, know where you live. Ooh, true. Two, 
public space, me in a public space. Yeah, you need to have your own space where you can leave whenever the fuck you want. Mm -hmm. And three, you know where you're meeting him and you can tell your friends where you're meeting him. Instead of him being like, let me pick you up, I'm going to surprise you. Um, That has, I'm going to get hacked up and end up in a dumpster written all over it because you don't know the restaurant you're at. You don't know the guy you're with. You don't know what car he's picking you up in. So your friends have no way to track your dead body down if he kills you and destroys you. We are so old that we're opening up the singles dating episode with how to be safe. Yeah, safety no, first. I'm because I have kids. <laughs> I have little, mode. I have daughters that I'm like, who, who will forever drive themselves to dates. I'm sorry. No, you could call me, pretend I'm your Uber. I'll drive you. Pretend I'm your Uber. Oh, I got an Uber here, but it's really your mom. First of all, great advice. It just came to me. People should be using their parents as Ubers nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> I think that's really really good i think safety is very important that's obviously like single be single yeah. but like you're bo- single means alone so if you're mm-hmm. alone what is your real like defense against somebody else if you're by yourself you need to protect yourself to go on dates nowadays and plus everyone is fucking crazy nowadays yeah you can't trust anyone you can't even go to the city anymore without being like is there a bomb gonna go off randomly yeah you're terrified i'm terrified of the world <laughs> that's why i stay home in my little house <laughs> don't go anywhere (laughs) such a loser i all right so all right the first rules in 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 online dating is safety i like it good now what about where to go on a first date so you've been talking to a guy online for a while and this is listen we're gonna go over a bunch of different scenarios this in this scenario the guy seems like a good dude Mm -hmm. um and you like him you think he likes you you've got have exchanged numbers at this point you're talking through text maybe you've even talked on the phone if Mm -hmm. people still do that and you want to set up a first date okay my first dates i think are different than most people because i feel like um a lot of girls nowadays want to see how much a guy's going to spend on her to decide whether he's she's going to hang out with him again or sleep with him again whatever your agenda is but i'm more about like the relaxation of a date Mm. Because I feel like when you're, you get dressed up in this big fancy dress and heels and he takes you out to the most expensive restaurant, like everything is so tense and like aggressive. And like, he's like, I just bought you a $150 meal. You're definitely blowing me. Like, I don't, do you know what I mean? (laughs) Like, I feel like it's almost like an ode. Like, take me out for a $5 popcorn and a soda at a movie theater and like, let's like flirt and like touch and hug and like, like cuddle up and like be flirty, but be safe in a group setting again. And just have like a relaxing movie because then you don't really have to talk and you learn a lot about a person and their um, mannerisms when you don't have to talk to them and you're forced to not. I, I was just going to say, like, I, what, will they hold your hand? Yeah. Will they rub your arm? Will they like kiss you on the cheek? Like cute little things that are relationship tellers down the road. Mm-hmm. Because when they have to talk to you, they can make up any shit they want. <laughs> when they don't have to talk to you, it's when they're real like, like, almost like sexuality comes out a little more and you like see if you're feeling this person or not. I feel like a movie is a so, solid start. Um, I, I'm, I agree. No dinner because then you're forced to like stare at each other, look at each other's flaws and overanalyze mm. each other. It's and too how they much. chew and how they eat, yeah. how they speak to a waiter. And Everything no woman is very... eats orders what she really wants on the first date, right. which is so stupid, yeah, but like, we I'll, never I'll do. I'll take a salad. I want to be like, um, I'll take a baked potato. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll take right. French fries. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So what about so you suggest the movies? So I like activities. I think activity dates. I think that's are good. Fun like um, constant interaction, but not sitting across from that person, not being able to move. Yes, uh, you know I actually just went out to um, a bar and they had dueling pianos. Do you know what that is? So cute. No, but that sounds so cute. So like so. Um, it's pretty much like two piano players. I'm gonna totally describe this the wrong way. <laughs> I feel like I'm, I'm you may ruin this for me. But All okay. right, so it's two piano players. 
and you request different songs and you literally sit there and you watch them in like a big crowd and they sing songs and like duel each other and you sing along. It sounds so fun though. It was so fun and I was literally like, this would be the most fun first date because yeah. you have a little alcohol, you're in a public setting, you're laughing. Mm-hmm. It, nothing's too serious. I think another date like that with involving alcohol is um, like a pool hall. Pool, yeah, playing pool, because you bowling. Grab a drink, yes. he, you you allow the guy to kind of be the man that he wants to step up and like buy a drink, and you could even be cute back and be like, "Next round's on me," and just surprise him with like a beer. So he's like, "Look at this, how cute!" Like she'll buy me too, and it's not all about the money. Yeah, and then like it's a very inexpensive way to like kind of flirt and touch and feel and like have him teach you how to play pool or whatever it is, and like make a game out of it. Like if I win, you have to do this or like if I win you have to do this and just like make it a game and fun and you guys end up you have so much fun and there's no pressure now you brought up something I really want to touch on as a single woman okay because I have a friend that insists on paying on like dates in the beginning why to like prove that I don't need your money I don't really understand her she just I guess she's uncomfortable but don't you feel like I think we're on the same page with this that any man don't, don't demanize him. Yeah. What is it the word? Don't like emasculate don't, him. Don't demasculate him. Emasculate, <laughs> emasculate him. Yes. Because I I don't know. And, and again, like I'm all about girl power. and But I feel like part of dating is the guy chasing you. 100%. And, just. you know, courting you. It's a courtship. And by you taking out your credit card and splitting the bill, it makes me so uncomfortable. Splitting the bill is unacceptable. I agree. It's unacceptable. If you want to pay, be like, listen, this one's on me. Next date, you get it. Like, just something cute and, like, like sassy almost, but to show him. But, like, splitting the bill to be like, um, you owe $47.95. Like, mm, I could throw up. Yeah, that's such douche behavior. I can't even stand it. Let him pay one. You pay one if that means something to you to pay. But, like, don't ever split the bill. There's nothing cornier than, like, <laughs> a waiter watching you guys split the bill. On a date. Grow up. This is what you do. You let him pay. If you want to be sweet and show that, like you said, you know, like it's not all about money, treat for ice cream. Yeah, something sweet. Something small, something that's more thoughtful. If a guy lets you take out your credit card on the first, second, third date. He's a douche lord. Like, he's a douche lord. Thank you. Leave. Go away. He's next. Thank you, next. That means he still lives in his parents' house on a freaking Superman bedspread. (laughs) <laughs> in his basement and they pay for his beamer that's what that means bingo and if a guy tells you they can't afford to buy you tacos bounce bounce bitch first of all if you can't afford to buy you like a two dollar taco from taco bell in a drive through <laughs> while you're laughing about like things you have in common then that's a problem like let him take you somewhere he feels comfortable and he could afford it that's why the whole like take me to an expensive restaurant is ridiculous mm-hmm. he sh- there should not be that much pressure on men agree let him take you somewhere where he can afford if it's taco bell drive through you guys could bullshit the whole time or like blast music and sing music that you guys like together you learn so much about somebody when you're in tight quarters that it doesn't have to be face to face in like the most expensive dress you own i don't understand the whole take me out to somewhere nice in the beginning. That's like an anniversary thing to me. Yes. It's not like it's not like a beginning I'm getting to know you thing. It's I bought you this expensive meal. Now we're going home and you're paying me back with dessert. Like don't it, he's going to expect something that you're not ready to give. Oh, that's a really great point. No, am I wrong? Jess? That's a no. That's a really, really great point. If yeah, that's kind of creepy. I don't like that. It's like almost guys like when they spend like I just spent $200 on her. She, mm-hmm. didn't even let me, she didn't even come back to my hotel or ho- come back to my room or my house or whatever it is. Like and they tell their boys that and their boys are like, oh, fuck that bitch, bro. Like she should have <laughs> blew you at least for 200 I like, like your man voice. Thank you. It's very <laughs> sophisticated. Like 
I just don't understand why there's so much pressure. Go, Netflix and chill, I'm big on it because you guys can make out during the movie and it doesn't ever have to get to something like super far. If you want it to, cool. If you don't, like it doesn't have to, but in a low key setting somewhere, like go ice skating, <laughs> rollerblading, or go. Um, I love that. Go to, to like, a winery. Yeah. yeah. Go somewhere fun that's like super chill because I feel like people put way too much pressure on a first date. And then if you put out on that first date, he may not call you. And then it's like, oh my God, I can't believe you didn't call me. Like, oh, no fucking shit, bitch. You just fucked him on the first date. <laughs> okay. L- let's get that out of the way right Don't now. Don't do that unless you're me. <laughs> Okay, so I was about to tell you to never fuck a guy on the first date, but Tracy... This is the deal. Okay, Corey chased me for like a year, people. I don't think anybody really knows this. He went hard like trying to get me for a year, and I didn't even go on a date with him. I never did any of that. One day, I was like, come over, watch a movie, we'll hang out, we'll relax. It got out of control. (laughs) Like sometimes it does, but I didn't care because I was kind of in the control of it because I invited him to my place. I was being chased. Yeah. I finally gave in after a year to like let him hang out with me. And then it just happened that way. And like we had very intense sexual chemistry and you could just feel it. And guess what? Three weeks later, he moved into my apartment. Nine months later, I was engaged. A year after that, I was married. And six months after that, I had a baby. And now we're together eight years and we have three kids. And and that's how it works for some people. Like- I just got tongue tied. That's how it works for some people. Sometimes it doesn't work like that. You need to understand. Yeah, that's a really bad example. That's a lucky example. This is a lucky. That's a one one in a billion. Shot in the barrel. Example doesn't always happen, but it works for me. Like that's what happened. I think, of course, you take things case by case. But I think, in general, how long should you wait to sleep with a guy? Three dates. I mean, I can't really say three dates. It's really when you feel comfortable. It could be six months. It could be. It could yes. really take oh, like. Oh, true. Yes. If he makes you feel but uncomfortable at least... and you're not feeling it, no, don't. If you're feeling it and you want to, like, don't expect a call back, though. Because if you put out on the first date, there's a huge, like, I want to say, like, 65% chance he's not going to call you. So, so again, I just want to make clear, in Tracy's situation, you know, this had been a courting thing from Corey that had been going on for so long. Yeah, Corey so literally she finally wasn't gave in. She gave in at all. To try to take me out. He was like, right. let me take you out. We could even go to coffee, like anything. And I was like, no, 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 whatever. I was breaking up with a boyfriend. I wasn't into it. I wasn't having it. I broke up with my boyfriend in January, like literally New Year's Eve. I broke up with him. Corey's birthday was March. That was when it happened. I was like, come on over. Like, we'll watch a movie and hang out, whatever. We'll order in. And it just, that's what happened. But like at the same time, what'd you order what'd you you order Chinese food which I hate Mm, I hate Chinese food but he was like I'll bring Chinese food I'm like whatever I don't care but like I just wanted to hang out because I was like you know what I'm not giving this guy a chance for what like what does it take for him to come over and watch a movie nothing and then when I saw the chance that I gave him and I was like you know what I actually really like this guy whatever it happened but it doesn't always work like that that's why I'm a bad example and you should not listen to what I say but that worked for me and we don't listen to our own advice usually but yeah guys if we were to I think what Tracy said you know don't be pressured into doing it oh my god it's our don't third just date. do it yeah don't just, like no yeah don't just do it because <laughs> don't it's shave your, your third, legs on the third date, date. <laughs> do it when you're ready but if you really like him and you want him to really like you the key is waiting I mean it how just, often do you see your friends do this where they sleep with a guy so fast yeah. and it's like the chase is over my, you want to make best him chase you guilty of this but mm, yeah. one of mine too yeah I think everyone has that friend yeah 
And it's it's fucking bullshit because you should be able to, as a woman, sleep with whoever, whenever, and it shouldn't affect. But guys are dumb. That's what we're here to talk and about. And they're also so quick to label you yes. as if they're not hoes too. I'd like that's not a, a stereotype that's that's you know gone away. No, it's, it'll never go away. It's something that in the fifties was a thing, and it's still here today. That mm-hmm. if you sleep with a man quickly, you're labeled a certain word. Like we just said, fucking shit. I think we're okay to say ho. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I think we're okay. You're you're a tramp or a trollop. Oh my god, a trollop. <laughs> but you know, I, I get it. I get you should be able to do whatever you want, but sometimes it's about playing the game. Okay. And I single also women think- don't understand. They want to be like, oh, I just want to be honest and I just want to be upfront. No, I want to be don't me. want you to be honest. Guys no. want you to make them chase them just as much as they want to chase you. Yes. It's a game. They love games. You guys don't realize this. They love sports. They love video games. They love games. For men, life is a game. Correct. And you have to either win the game or you lose the game. And to win it is to be in control of your relationship and or whatever situation you have going on. But you have to be in charge. And guys, when you hold back the cookie, you're in control. The cookie yeah, is power. True. Yeah. It's it's literally like the golden key. <laughs> the golden That's- snitch. <laughs> you can't. That's Harry Potter. Tracy hates I that can't. I watch Harry Potter. I can't. <laughs> Remember when I sent you the picture of me in my wizard outfit? Yeah, from from Disney, and I was like, "Can you leave?" You're like, "We're not friends anymore." I was like, "Just delete my number, please." (laughs) She wrote back, "Never text me again." (laughs) But the point, back to the point with sleeping with with guys, you know, I I really can't stress this point enough. If you like him and you want it to be something long term, you wait. And there really is no rush. I mean, if you're, this is some guy you're going to date for the rest of your life. What's saying, the rush? We're not saying like, don't make out with them. Don't have yeah. fun. Don't play around. But like, look at his ween. Make sure it's, you know, the package is all there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> that's, that's a whole inappropriate, other inappropriate conversation topic. <laughs> you know, sometimes like they might have a crooked ween or some like, you know, some things like, might bother you. You might want to listen. Everyone has their like their breaking point of something right. that they don't like about somebody. OK, yeah. you have to like remember. Well, every woman should have a non-negotiable for sure. You have not even a red flag. It's like your um your hard no. Your hard no. That's what we're going to call Tracy it. has a non-negotiable, <laughs> which she just said. Yeah, sure. I, I don't. I OK, so uncircumcised penises are like probably the scariest thing it's like one of my fears in life i've thank god never encountered but like have anybody ever seen a gif of an anteater just google it and you'll never look at it the same again okay people so i youtubed a video of Mm -hmm. an uncircumcised blowjob jessica sent me guys this almost ended our friendship she sent me a video of an uncircumcised blowy we'll call it for the air sake um and i almost i gagged 100 percent throwing up borderline throwing up i just was so disturbed by this video that i i texted her back i was like never ever do that send me anything like that if again. you have a friend that you want a cigar for life send them that video and i'm not judging people who don't i just it's no not and i actually know a lot of thing. women that like love it and nope, they need not, it and it's it not feels better for them i can't even talk about it i'm gonna <laughs> okay <laughs> next topic oh my god please let's move on I'm but all right so that's tracy's that's my thing that's I can't, her, it's her like non-negotiable my, my non-negotiable my hard no is women you 
have been compromising too much. Single ladies, stop compromising because yeah. just because it's the you know the guy likes you a little bit back and dating's hard. Oh my I god, get guys! It. But he likes me so much. It's like like no other guy ever will or something that she can't let him go. Non-negotiable. You should have one. Pick it. You should have at least two. Yeah. One major non-negotiable. Like if he if uh, he drives a car that. I don't know, you don't approve of, like, little things here or and there. What or, about, you know, uh, some, some, what about a man that lives with his parents still? That yeah, might that, bother that some people. Bother That's some people. Non-negotiable. You're not allowed to have any guy friends, and if a guy calls you, he picks up your phone. Non-negotiable. non-negotiable. Oh, oh, this one. If you're starting to see a guy and he wants you to delete your Instagram. Non-negotiable. Non-negotiable. <laughs> I'm sorry, that is called emotional abuse. Yeah. That should not even... That's he, a thing. No men should control what you do to the point where you're deleting something that you have with your friends. Mm-hmm. Whether it's time with your friends that he takes away or guy friends that are involved in your life that he doesn't trust that he picks up the phone when they call. Like, get out of here. There's no... no Non-negotiable. <laughs> non-negotiable. Non-negotiable. So please let that stick in your in your brain when you're dating that, you know, what's important to you, it matters. And yeah, should you be giving guys that you might necessarily give a chance a chance? Yes. I think sometimes single women, they put themselves into a corner. I have a friend that she only likes meatheads and guidos. And like oh, that was so God. 2000 and, and what? Six. six. It's 2006 exactly. Right. I mean, grow up. <laughs> I can't even. But I, that makes me nauseous. So this is really a crazy story. So... I have this single friend. She is into this type. And this type, you know, these big meathead, muscly guys that love the gym, they kind of all have the same thing in common. They're not interesting. They only <laughs> care about themselves and their looks. You know, it's not it's not attractive. And she was really into it. But they all treat her like shit. And that's really the truth of it. Because they care more about what they look like than how she's feeling or what she looks like. So I signed her up for a social media dating app. You did? Yes. I did everything. I put her pictures up. I did her mm-hmm. blurbs. Okay? okay. And I was in charge of picking the guys. Okay. Oh, my God. This so is awesome. Do I, that. I Try picked, this out, guys. Yes. And I begged her i said i'm gonna pick guys that you listen that are attractive not that they're not attractive but maybe not to her yeah not even not her type what she normally goes for i said what do you have to lose if i pick a few guys and you're not feeling it then fine go back to your old way go back to being miserable being upset whatever but give my way a chance so i i set up her profile i made it more fun um and I was swiping on all the guys that I thought were good guys that were attractive that she might like. Fast forward to today, it's been two months and like he came to her Thanksgiving. Oh my God. Like they're in love. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it, and she was like, I have to tell you, in, I would never ever have met this person in person, but he is so cute. He has you so see? much swag. Like she's smitten by him and she gave a guy that she normally wouldn't give a chance a chance. So there's a difference between non-negotiables and giving people that you might shut off for different reasons. This is a, a fine line. Okay, yeah. I know somebody who does this and they could look at a picture and be like, I don't like that he put his hand in his pocket. Yes. I don't like the way he's standing in that picture. I'm not even going to give him a chance. Yes. First of all, they could have caught him off guard. They <laughs> could have, he could have been having an off day. He could have been joking around in the picture. Like you can't judge a person like that. That's not a non-negotiable. That's a, you're a picky bitch. Get mm-hmm. over it. Like mm-hmm. there are things that um you need to like have a hard no on. It's like... um he wears tube socks with his gym shorts. If that bothers you, okay, that's something he may not ever change. If there, if tube you guys, socks. yeah, like there's some things that 
you have to kind of let slide and see how it works out. You can't judge mm-hmm. somebody based on a picture, and especially you, if you don't know anything about them. When you meet someone in real life, you... People take bad pictures. This is true. And there's things that don't you can't tell in a picture, like a swag level yeah, or a confidence level. Oh those God, things yeah. can be really, really, really hot. And when you meet someone in person that has those things, some of the other things that might have bothered you all of a sudden like don't mean as much. You know, I really think, I mean, that was really, really fun. I think that might be something to try with a friend on your dating apps. Like, let a friend do it for you. Let your friend pick a guy. What is the worst that could happen? Like, I'd actually love to do this with you now, Tracy. We'd have so much fun. Yeah, except for (laughs) neither of us are on the market. Imagine the guys I'd set you up with. No, they would all love Harry Potter. No, me and Jess have the complete opposite. Dude, I love hanging out with Tracy's kids because I love cartoons and like, just she's such ju- a little nerd like she just made me a grilled cheese sandwich like <laughs> oh my god i'm such a mom when it comes to me and jess i'm the mom and she's the kid for sure it's so true but i love hanging out with the kids because they do like i'm not embarrassed to be like moana screaming i <laughs> <laughs> can't um anyway uh that's you know back to you know letting your friend um you know your friends give you really good advice most of the time a lot of times they know you better than you know yourself so if you let your friend who's like one of your best friends pick a guy for you you may be pleasantly surprised because they know what you're looking for when you can't see past what you think you're looking for Mm -hmm. all right i want to dig into some questions from instagram oh we got some good ones now actually all the ones i have here are all from anonymous people okay so it's kind of fun I thought this one was really interesting. Dear Trey and Jay, any advice for being the single friend? All of my close girlfriends just got into serious relationships, and I feel like I've lost my party girls to the men that aren't even worthy of them. Oh, that's such a good question. Yeah. I don't even have, like, an immediate answer for that. That's a humdinger. Listen, when you're the single friend, it's not always easy, but you have to try to get the girls in relationships to have girls night and continue. You can't lose that friendship because they've met a man. You always have to designate like your girl time. You have to. And I know it's a single friend. You're like, oh, I'm always open to it. But if you feel like you're losing them, you might have to push a little bit harder to maintain their friendship. It's not always a bad thing. It's It happens. Girls get lost. They get swept up in love. Not even love. Like, I'm married with kids, and my friends are, some of them are in relationships and some aren't. We don't have time to spend with each other now, let alone, like, if I was the only single friend and everyone else had boyfriends. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how I would handle that. You got to make time. You have to literally make time. It's really hard to see your friends. Like I remember age 20, you would call your friends up and like all of a sudden like 80 of your friends would be together at like the local Wendy's. Age 30, all of a sudden you don't see your friends for six months. (laughs) It's like the weirdest thing ever how 10 years could change you because you you don't lose touch, but you just lose time. How does a single friend... Like, you have single friends. Do they make other single friends? Like, can they meet other single people? Mm-hmm. I mean, is that kind of the key? Because you need a, a squad to go yeah. out and party with. And This is where I get, like, possessive of friends. Mm. Because, like, me and some of my friends are in different positions right now. We're in different places in our lives. And sometimes my friends will find other friends to go out with. And then I'm like, ew. <laughs> First of all, who is this person that you're going out with? Second, I'm like, I know your behavior when you're out with me. So and I tr- I'm the mom, like I trust myself to like control you, but like is this person looking out for you? Like I don't know who they are. I'm very much like a mom or a jealous ex-boyfriend with my friends. Mm. And like I don't trust other people. That's why I'm like team no new friends. But your your single friends, that's they that's need, who it is. No, they single need friends, right? She's, other people. Yeah, her that's what like you're jealous of is her single group. I, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and it's I'm not going to say I'm not jealous. I'm for sure jealous. I'm the jealous ex-boyfriend to my friends. <laughs> I don't like them to have other friends. Does it I'm help? the emotionally abusive boyfriend to my friends. <laughs> does, it, 
to help your friends to have that group? Yeah, of course. They need somebody to go out with. Like my my three of my friends right now, they go out like all the time. And mm. I'm always like, man, I'm having FOMO. But like until they bring somebody else out, I'm not mad. <laughs> right. And somebody I don't know, I'm like, who the fuck is that? Is there any place if you're the single friend to meet other single people, so, like other girls? Like Okay. Weirdest thing ever. So my friend has Tinder. And she was on Tinder and like, I guess you could put it to like guys, girls or both. And like she said that there was a person who was, it said looking for friends. And I'm like, hold on. Did you go on Tinder to make friends? I'm like that may be the saddest, unless you just moved from like, <laughs> I don't know, I fucking do. Canada <laughs> I'm here and to, you I'm moved here, here and you know nobody. Like I can't imagine being like, I moved from New York Wait, to did, New Jersey did, and I don't have friends. I'm here to look for friends. She was like, what is this? I'm like, I don't even have, I don't, I don't know what to say about that. Did she that. swipe right on her? I don't know. I hope not. That's the creepiest <laughs> thing ever. Like, if you don't have girlfriends, it's scary to me. Uh, it's hard. It can be hard sometimes. But when all your friends get boyfriends, what do you do? I feel like you just, you ride with the punches. You have to be the seventh wheel. Mm. Oh, how about this? Instead of crying about it, you can go and be like, well, who is your boyfriend friends with? And introduce, like, I meet mean, their friends. I mean, for sure, use your friends to meet their boyfriend's yeah. friends. I mean, Okay, so say four of your friends have guy friends. You know what the odds are? Pretty good. <laughs> That's four friends who have boyfriends who have at least three or four guy friends. So four times three is what? A lot. Twelve. Why don't we know this? So you have at least <laughs> so you have at least a minimum of twelve guys to choose from. I mean that's have any awesome. of your friends hooked up with Corey's friends? Yeah. Okay, see? Bingo. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah. So there you go. There, I think all of solution. All of my friends have hooked up with one at least of Corey's friends or cousins. Oh my god, Corey's family. cousin. Corey's cousin is a huge win for my friends because <laughs> Corey's cousin is really hot and he's a player, but he's single. So one or two of my friends have hooked up with him, and nobody complains. And they always, and then we all still hang out, and it's like never weird. That's good. That's you got. You got to know. You got to know what you're there for. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you got to know what the role is. All right, here's another good one. Dear Trey and Jay, how do you get out of the friend zone? I don't think, I don't know if you can. Well, okay. What if you're a single girl Mm -hmm. and you've been hanging out with this guy and you've been Netflix and chilling, but he thinks that you're just his friend. Can you, is there anything you can do? Oh, for the girls to get out of the friend zone? That's way easier than for a guy to get out. Because a girl can pretty much. Just like. I mean, yeah. yeah. You want want out of the friend zone, you're going to probably offer it up. But a guy, like for a guy who's your friend to hit on you, you feel super uncomfortable. Well, it's weird because if you think about it, Denny and I started in the friend zone. Did you guys? I mean, yeah, Me and Corey we were friends. Didn't. We were like acquaintances once. Yeah, we were friends. It. I get it is, it is possible. Um, I think you just need to step up your flirting game because if you're friend zone, the other person probably doesn't. Either they're completely oblivious yeah, or they, they want be. nothing to do with you. Yeah. It's very, it's one or the other. But There's no in between. spending time with you, I mean, that's part of being in a relationship. You would think that. I don't know. I watch way too many Lifetime movies. So for me, like, there's always, like, the friend who comes out of the friend zone, like, during the Hallmark holiday. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, it's the best. Yeah. So I've seen it, but I don't believe it's real. (laughs) It's a unicorn. Yeah. (laughs) I think it's possible. I think if you're the girl in this situation, um, just, I think both, both, you just step up your flirting game. I mean, Mm -hmm. do things that friends wouldn't do. So give, give off some signals. Yeah. I feel like you have to make it obvious because they, like I said, they, they're not into you or they're completely oblivious and they don't think they have a chance. And men are, some men are, um, shy. They don't want to make the first move. Cause it's. You imagine making the first move on your girlfriend yeah. and like not knowing how it's going to go. And then you're you're completely the girl, the guy who's like, oh, 
that guy always coming out again. Like he told me he's in love with me. And like, how awkward is that? Mm -hmm. Friend zone's tough. The friend zone is really hard. That's why almost it's like, (sighs) I also have these two friends who have been friends for like 10, maybe 15 years. And now they're dating. And like, every time I think about it, I'm like, it's weird for us, but they're so cute together. And I love them together. And it's one of my best friends. How, how they? How did the friend like? How did I don't even know. Zone? I never asked her, but she was like the girl who was friends with all the guys in the guys group. So it was always like the eight of them and mm-hmm. like her. And she was always like the token girl they would bring around. And she was that girl. And um, nobody ever like hooked up or any of that. And then all of a sudden she's like, oh, yeah, I'm dating him. And I was like, what? But now I'm like obsessed with them together. And I'm like, is it easier because you guys were friends first? This literally sounds like me and my husband. Like it's the same story. Yeah. And we got out of the friend zone just by having too many drinks. Yeah. No, that happens. <laughs> See? But that sometimes, happens. you know, I didn't know. We didn't know there was chemistry there before. But, you know, yeah. sometimes like after that first kiss or first whatever. Um, mm-hmm. you realize there's a, a chemistry there you didn't know was there and that's sometimes the way to break out of the friend zone. So, you know, sometimes you just need to get physical with that person to see if it's even a thing. I mean, I feel like you for sure should make, I'm a make out whore. I yeah. make out with everybody because I just feel like that's the way you kiss somebody and the way somebody kisses you is so telling mm-hmm. of whether there's any sexual chemistry there. So pre Corey, I was like. I mean, probably everyone was like, oh, yeah, I hooked up with Tracy. Like, because I feel like kissing is like so innocent. Mm -hmm. And also it's um, a really telling way of like sexual chemistry and to know what could be in the future or will never be in the future. Totally. And guys are, you know, sometimes they're too aggressive or do too much tongue and you just can tell they're just like a loser. I've been there. I can't. (laughs) It's like drowning. You ever drown out of water? Make out with somebody who doesn't Uh, know how to kiss. Drowning. Yeah. So, you know, so when you're in the friend zone, you got to kind of take risks. This is why single life is so hard though. Yeah. Just I can't imagine being single right now. It's horrible. I'm like traumatized for my friends actually after this talking about this episode, like for them to be single. Well, I'm really excited because I have um, a special guest coming on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you didn't really tell me much about them. You just said it was a surprise. Yeah. You know, she's younger than us, so she's cooler oh. than us. Oh, that makes me feel great. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> and she's single and she's mm-hmm. going through um, everything that uh, we did before, but in a totally, again, different era. Yeah. We didn't even have like videos or pictures back yes, when we were or dating. dick pics. Ew. Can we talk about the evolution of the dick pic? I, uh, God, I don't even know where to begin. If I don't ask for one, don't you dare send one to my phone. Do you know what the most aggressive thing ever is? Opening up your phone with your finger <laughs> passcode and the first thing you see is a they're the most aggressive part of the body there ever was. It's like no matter where in the room you're standing, it's always looking at you. Have you ever seen a picture that does that? I'm telling you, it's the scariest. The penises are so scary. Like, what? who is the first dude that thought that'd be a good idea? No. Who wants to see that? Who wants to see that? They're so aggressive. I can't handle it. I, do, I, I don't enjoy a dick pic. I, I don't. I never will. Men, do you realize when you send them to us, we just send them to our friends and make fun of you? Yeah, I just, even like... like big, the, small, doesn't matter. No. We're ripping on you. I've seen so <laughs> many of my friends' guys' dicks. It's ridiculous. Because they literally set a group chat. Like, I just got one from my friend the other day, and she's like... Do you, I just got the most aggressive Snapchat, she said, of it. And I guess oh. she's, she, he knows that he sc- she screen grabs them also, whatever. It's not like a shock to anybody, but she saves them to her phone. She goes, and I have to show you guys. And she showed us, and I was like, oh, that looks pretty average to me. And she's like, this is huge. And I was like, oh, I guess I just have high standards. <laughs> <laughs> but like, 
I was like, oh my God. And we all discussed it and had like a normal discussion about it. And I'm like, this is unacceptable. Why are these pictures floating around for people to be talking about? Again, it's just, it's not like a little booty shot. No, it's not like a little like, (laughs) this is why being, being single and dating today, it sucks because 20 years ago, like men, you know, there were dirt bags, there were scumbags, but they chased you. They had to like work. Yeah. They had to work hard. Now they don't work at all. They send dick pics. They send dick pics. And it makes me uncomfortable. I'm driving. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. No one likes it. If you like it, I've never met. We'll we'll do a poll. Yeah. Let's do a poll and be like (laughs) the number of girl who loves a dick pic. Yes. Raise your hand if you love a dick pic. (laughs) No. Listen to me. It's a hard pass for me. Follow us on Twitter. Bad examples pod. When this episode airs, we'll be putting up a poll. Yeah. Okay? And also, because I'd love to know who likes dick pics on Instagram. Bad examples podcast on Instagram because we need to know your full or if you or send us a bad one that you've got. That's Ooh, a great one. Yeah. Yes. Direct <laughs> message us bad dick pics that you've got. We want to make fun of them with you. <laughs> All right. Let's go on because I can't. I'm going to throw up. Dear Trey and Jay. A friend of mine has a massive crush on this guy, but I don't think he's into her at all. I honestly think he's just being nice to her. She tells me about their conversations, and it just comes off as he's not interested. He doesn't ever want to see her hang out. He doesn't compliment or flirt with her or initiate conversation. She constantly talks about him and asks me for advice. I just don't know what to tell her. What should I do? I wish to remain anonymous, a concerned friend. That's tough. That's really, really I don't even know where to begin that. I, I've had a friend like this where, you know, the guy's just not that into you. That's really, he's just not that into you. But that's why they made the movie. Right. Because you need to know the signs of him so not being So don't listen to our advice. Go watch the movie. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> you have to pick up on um, energy, the yeah. energy you're getting. I think there's just some things that are very obvious that you and need al- to take as signs. And, and also, like, there's things that girls do that he could be very into you, and then you do something, and all of a sudden he's not because of mm. something that turned him completely off. Ding. It's like a light bulb just went off. Shit balls. <laughs> I have a friend who met a guy at a party. Mm-hmm. Not met a guy at a party. She'd known him, but she left the party with him okay. to sleep with him. Okay. Mm. He went back to the party after sleeping after with him. You see, you, you see, <laughs> he's you not see into this? you. He's not into you. He literally used you as your his daily his daily booty call. That's like a he sign. used you as his party booty call. But this is kind of like what the question asks. I mean, like it's so obvious. He's he's giving you the sign. Like if he's you going don't back know to that the you're party. being used, then you're never going to get it. You're never going to get so it. It's so obvious when you're being used. And it's tough being that friend because you want to give your friend advice and you want to be honest and say, mm-hmm. "Listen, I just don't think, you know, he's worthy of your time, but when when you like somebody, it's hard to take that advice." Also, as a friend, don't sugarcoat it. Mm. Stop sugarcoating it and being like, you're too good for this. You're so pretty and you could do so much better. Just be like, bro, guess what? You're a very pretty girl, but he's just not into you. Get, there's other guys out there. Like, get over it. He's This one, he's not working. It's not working. So honesty is your is your go-to. Yeah, there, I mean, I've yeah. broken my friend's hearts from my honesty before, mm. but it's been beneficial to them. See, I feel like I've done that and it's caused maybe some bad, like, tension in relationships. So now I, I, I do sugarcoat everything because I'm scared to mm. have them have it backfire in my face. Like, why am I getting, you know, Sometimes as your friend, you end up being the one like, it's how did I get involved? You should be mad at him, not me. Don't kill the messenger. Yeah, don't kill the messenger. My friends only come to me. Oh, let me tell you something. My friend could be talking to somebody for three, four months and I won't know until she's ready to tell me because she doesn't want to hear what I have to say about it. And my friends know that I'm that friend. <laughs> sometimes they don't tell me or sometimes they'll because be like, they know. Yeah. I, have a, I have a confession. I know when they say that. We all, that's like our code. It's like, 
I have something I've been holding on to and I didn't want to tell you, but I'm ready to tell you now. And we always start the conversation with, I have a confession. Always. And my two best friends, they don't tell me anything until one, I ask or two, they're ready because they're not ready to hear what I have to say about it. Mm. And both of them, you could ask them, you guys know who they are, Sammy and Brooklyn. You could go direct message them right now and ask if they ever, ever, ever tell me about something that they don't want to know the truth about. They will never do it. They will never tell me. And I don't even get mad. They're like, Sammy will be like, oh, did you talk to Brooklyn? And I'll be like, no, not really. Why? And she goes, oh, she must not be ready to tell you. (laughs) And I'll be like, oh, okay. And I don't ask about it because that means she doesn't want to know right now. Or the reverse with Sammy or whatever it is. Like my friends know not to come to me unless they want to know the God's honest truth. And Mm -hmm. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I'm going to tell you exactly how it is. Mm -hmm. But it also helps them because when they are ready, they do come to me. Right. Well, it's good. I think being the honest friend is, is a good friend. It's you have to sometimes have you don't always want to hear it. You just no, but that's why I don't push them against the wall for information. Right. You if let you them come if to you don't you. want to tell me, I'm not going to beg you for it. I'm not going to ask you how's this guy you've been talking to. If you want to tell me about it, great. You'll tell me when you're ready. But do not do not ask me about a situation if you don't want to know what I think. Let me ask you a question. Back to social media because it's again it's so far removed from what we deal mm-hmm. with, and like some of these things I never really even thought about. So. Um, let's say you meet a guy on Hinge, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, what is Hinge? So, <laughs> uh huh. I felt so cool saying that. I just want to say that. Okay. So what the fuck is Hinge? My 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 single friend introduced me to Hinge, and this is uh-huh. actually the same app that I use. Is it like a dating app? Yeah, it's the oh, same okay. app I used to hook my friend up with. And one of the things I noticed when I was starting conversations with the guys, because I was in, talking to them like a weirdo pretending uh-huh. to be her, is they were like, "What's your Instagram?" And I'm like, "Bro." You don't even, I just feel like, get why to know wanna, me first. Do they want to know it? Like, I, why do they want to know that? I don't know. They want to, I guess maybe they, maybe they want to see more pictures. I'm not sure, oh, okay. but it's a lot. When you show someone your, your Instagram, you're revealing a whole lot about yourself. Yeah. And I feel like when you're dating, like, you should take time on those dates to get to know each other. It mm-hmm. shouldn't be, like, just going through each other's Instagram pages. Oh, my God. Forming I, thoughts about each other I that might not imagine. even be real. Isn't that crazy? First of all, not, not a I lot of I was like, people... no, I don't have Instagram. Like, I was just, like, lying to them. I'm like, no, I'm not sharing my Instagram with you, and I don't want to see yours. Like, why don't we talk here for a minute? Right. For a minute. Like, but just not give only me five that, seconds. A lot of people don't post a lot of pictures. So to slide back to 2014 yeah. takes like 10 minutes. Oh, right. That would be me. I'd be embarrassing. Yeah. So like <laughs> if you don't post a lot and all of a sudden that person's way back in your in your Instagram, like mm-hmm. that's a lot of things that you're not that person anymore. So for them to go look at your page, it's either very telling or not telling at all because you're not even that person that you posted like what, 756 days ago that they're scrolling all the way back to. You know what? And another thing is too, <laughs> bringing up exes, while on a date, or, or him even seeing photos of your ex, or, or you seeing mm. photos of his ex, it's like it's already starting a brand new relationship with way too much drama. Yeah, I say go on a few dates first, and then share your social media. And yeah. then what happens too if he ghosts you? Then it's like, what do you do? Do you want to follow him? Oh my god, this is why I it's don't awkward. follow friends who Just are dating. dating. Guys. So like, I won't follow yeah. them because when you guys break up, the it's most awkward, awkward thing fuck. is unfollowing mm-hmm. somebody. I shouldn't have to do that. I'm married with kids. Like, I'm I'm over this. I don't have to deal with this. Like, anymore it's crazy it's a whole nother thing to think about and consider and the other thing is too so when you're dating a guy and then you guys break up or for whatever reason maybe you're not technically dating you're single but you're you know you're sleeping with him you're seeing him and you follow each other on social media and he's posting insta stories how do you not look at them first of all when you post an insta story if the first the first 
couple Insta stories that come up are the people that either look at your page the most or you look at the most. Whoa. Is that true? Yeah. I know because (laughs) I've seen (laughs) the same few people's Uh, Insta stories like over and over and over. And it's because you keep looking at that. It's like almost they're putting Instagram is putting this person right in front of your face mm -hmm. to look at nonstop. It's it's crazy. I think if you're seeing somebody and they didn't ask you to hang out on a Saturday night, I think you shouldn't look at their Insta story because I don't think they should see that you care. Do you know what I mean? Also, Insta story tells you who looks at your story. Right. That's a problem. Yes. Because I know people who stalk my Insta stories and then pretend that I don't exist. (laughs) I think you should. A good thing to do if you're friends with some guy on Instagram and you don't you want to avoid his stories is you can mute him. Do you know how to do that? Tracy? No, I don't know how to do any of this. So this you, is what I'm talking about. You can mute <laughs> completely. You can mute someone and their story goes literally all the way to the back. So you won't accidentally like watch really? it or click on it. I think literally if you're dating a guy, not dating, I don't want to say dating, like, you know, like hooking up with a guy mm-hmm. that you like and you don't want to be that stalker chick or be um you don't want to let him know that you're into him. Let him come to you. Let him look at your social media. Yeah. And, you know, girls, I've, I have see you do it. I see you. You know, you know exactly how to bait a guy and get them to look at your page. The thirst Tracy. trap. Yeah. I'm the queen of the thirst trap. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's another it's another a whole other thing to deal with now when you're when you're dating a guy. But I I don't know if this is good advice, but I really think that you should wait a while before exchanging social media names. I kind at least of wait agree to with become that. a thing. I agree with that. You know, once you're dating, you don't have to worry about all that stuff. My cousin is very guilty of this. He talks to a girl. And then instantly she's all over his social media. Like she's being posted on his page. Ooh. And we're like, we find out through Instagram that he's dating somebody and all of a sudden they're in love and blah, blah, blah. And like, this has been so repetitive that he's now learned himself that he shouldn't do it because he's like, wow, I realized that I'm doing it. Like sometimes when you post, you don't realize right. you're doing it. He's doing it so much that he actually realized on his own that he's doing it. So we're like, stop. This is exactly why you shouldn't exchange Instagrams because she shouldn't be on yours and he shouldn't be on hers mm-hmm. before it's like legit. We're in a relationship. We're dating hardcore. My family is like. It's me- just starting early drama too soon. This is why relationships don't last is because of social media. So why not avoid it? You know what I need? I need some gay best friend advice. What about you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think Brayden has some single tips these days. He is there for us. Now he's there for you. Gay best friend, he'll know what to do. Gay best friend, he'll know what to do. Okay, it's true. Homophobia is over. I have a real microphone to record on. Hey guys, it's me, your gay best friend, Brandon, and I am coming at you with a full glass of Apothic Inferno red wine which allegedly is 15.9% alcohol, which my very good friend Sarah told me is enough to fuck you up. And who wouldn't want to be fucked up? All right, so today we are talking about the five ways that you can survive being single. And nobody knows more about being single than I do. I'm not saying that I'm desperate for dick, but let's just call me hashtag D for D. All right, number one, you got to drink. Nothing beats those first three glasses of wine after a long day of work. And the best part about being single is that there is more wine just for you. Now, if you're someone who can't handle alcohol and you know who the fuck you are, then might I suggest some tea? Number two, have lots of sex. Have a shit ton of sex. And this could be with other people or just with yourself. Either way, have so, so much of it. You'll calm the fuck down. 
And if you're having sex with someone else, just remember to be safe. I mean that in both the sense that you should use a condom because babies are fucking expensive, but also don't get yourself into any sketchy situations. Nobody wants to end up being turned into a lampshade or ending up the true story a CSI episode is loosely based on. When it comes to having sex with yourself, if you're someone who's weird about that sort of thing, you just need to get the fuck over it and DJ scribble yourself to happiness. Number three, read. I love reading books about people with fascinating lives because it really helps distract me from the fact that my life is a total mess. Number four, get a dog or a plant. Taking care of another living thing can make you feel like you have a sense of purpose and distract you from the fact that nobody wants to date you. Number five, do things all on your own. Sex isn't the only thing that you can have fun doing by yourself. Take yourself out to eat, go see a show, support the arts, go to a museum. Treat yourself the way that you want somebody else to treat you and you'll start to notice a difference in yourself that you'll love. All right, that is my top five. I'm gonna go finish this entire bottle of Apothic Inferno because it really is making me feel fantastic. So I hope that you all have a blessed and beautiful day. Follow me on Instagram because God knows I need the followers and I will hashtag see you next Tuesday. Mwah. Gay best friend, he'll know what to do. Well... That's some good advice right there. Do you see what I'm talking about? He mentioned being safe. See, it's so important. It's so important. It really scares me. He talked about being single and masturbating. Yeah, I guess that's, we should have touched on that. That's important. See, we we, we <laughs> let it, left it to the professional. Because <laughs> the problem here is we have somebody for that all the time. Mm-hmm. Being married, it's constant. But do you feel like um, when you're single that you sometimes forget that like the, your sexuality is important? Like you could no. You when that? I am single, I am fully sexual. We know you. I mean, like, <laughs> and I'm I'm better off not being single. <laughs> Love it. I need to read more. I just realized I don't read anything. I don't even read magazines. I look for the pictures. I'm like a big kid. <laughs> it's terrible. Oh my god, I'm gonna have you read Harry Potter. I'm not reading that. God Let, damn it, go. It. Let it go. All right, guys, I think we learned a lot today. You know, being, being single is tough, but you got your girls Trey and Jay here to help you through it. And hopefully um, we can deal with these guys one podcast episode at a time. Guys, today was informative. As um, a wife and mother, I learned a lot. <laughs> I hope you guys learned a lot, too. Um, <laughs> Want to thank Dimly Wit for, again, having us on their network. You can check out dimlywit.com for more great shows like Standby and Dress for the Podcast you want. Um, as always, subscribe and rate us. And also, please share us with a friend who mm-hmm. needs us in their life. Because I feel like we're good friends to have. If you have a single friend, share them. Share with them this episode. Yes. Cheers, bitches. Bye-bye. Don't forget, guys, new episodes air every Tuesday. So see you next Tuesday. Even though we are not your best examples. Uh, we're the best you've got. So cheers, bitches. Cheers. Posted on dimlywit.com.